0: Welcome to the Best Ever You Network, celebrating our third year on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Thank you for helping us become a number one rated live show with over one million global listeners. Our team is on a mission to help you discover your authentic best self
1: and bring it to the world. And now, here's our show.
2: Happy day! Thank you for joining us at the Best Ever You Show. Here I'm one of your hosts. My name is Elizabeth Hamilton, and um, we have also got with us our other co-host, Dr. Walter Jacobson. How are you, Dr. Walter?
3: Oh, great! Thanks. How's everything going?
2: Everything's going very well, thank you. We're I'm um, excited for our guests today. We were talking; it's like a, a Hollywood countdown is is on, you know, is going on here. We've got like radio show meets radio show. So two of the two of the, most highest rated internet radio shows are on right here. We've got Michelle Rober and John Massalonis with us and they host Soul Luminous um the Soul Luminous Radio uh show and um they've had all these leaders and self-development and transformation um people who I want to be. <laughs> they've had them on the show <laughs> and I I'm, I'm really excited that uh that they they're joining us today. So we'll get get to them in just a second. Um so what's happening in your world over there out in California? How is it? Well,
3: everything's pretty good. We had some uh, actually had some rare hail storm uh for about 10 minutes yesterday, but uh and then the sun came out again. So, you know, the benefits of Southern California, really a lot of sun and it's, uh, it's yeah. pretty nice here. I'm uh, sorry you guys are just slammed with the snow.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It was um my husband um he commutes to Boston just a couple days a week from Maine. And he texted me this picture of the thermometer in the van, and it was negative fifteen in the car this morning oh when God. he left. He was just like, "Oh, it's so cold anyway so and I've got baseball players, you know I got the two older ones don't play so much anymore, but the younger two are just itching to play baseball. And we've got you know feet, foot after foot of snow here, so we're you know we need to collectively uh, pray for a melt, or we're not going to be playing baseball till like July, or we're going to have to go somewhere. <laughs> I'm not sure. But um, anyway, we always one of the things that we always do on the Best Ever You Show before we bring our guests on is um, that Walter and I talk about our books a little bit. Dr. Walter is the author of Forgive to Win. And uh, do you want to tell people a little bit about your book, or do you want me to do it? Or You usually do.
3: Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, the idea is that, you know, there are wonderful success principles and the law of attraction and, you know, visualizations. There's all sorts of ways of of getting what you want, but sometimes we sabotage ourselves and we don't get what we want. And uh, I believe it has to do with, to some degree, to uh, self-esteem issues, uh, feelings of guilt and shame that are deeply embedded. And so the book is all about getting rid of self-sympathizing behaviors by learning how to forgive and love yourself, and you do that by forgiving and loving others. And the book talks about how to do that, basically.
2: Yeah, I love it. And and Dr. Walter does these great videos too. And um, I th- I think you do them once a week, maybe a little more. But um, we hashtag them um, with Dr. Walter Jacobson or Dr. Walter, but always with hashtag Best Ever You, and uh, pretty I think always with Forgive to Win also. But great. Great tips there on um things like self esteem or anger and forgiveness and all these different topics and you and they're not real long videos to watch either they're a couple minutes long with just kind of like some handy dandy information to to make you be better at that on that particular topic. When did you start doing those videos?
3: You know, it's it's actually been a couple of years now. For years, I did just writing. I would write the blogs, etc. But then, uh, yeah, about two years ago, I started uh, kind of doing them. Sort of off the top of my head, I would just think of a topic and start talking for um, three to five minutes. And uh, yeah, it's really it's really cool and it's it's good stuff. And like I say, it's it's quick, so people can get an idea about relationships or or communication, self-esteem, anger, how to like why it's good to let go of anger, etc. So yeah, it's really helpful. And uh, you can go and check it out on uh, iTunes or on. Uh, my, My website, or as you say, on the hashtag concept...
2: Yeah, best ever, you or whatever. Yeah, and it's nice because it's you know it's free information that you might otherwise pay a lot of money to get from you. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, it's nice, but um yeah, and then and then my book is um uh, is called Percolate. Let your best self filter through. And uh, I'm a newer author with Hay House. I love everybody at Hay House. Thank you so much for welcoming me into your family. And the book's doing pretty well. I'm I'm excited. It's it's doing its thing. And um, one of the things that I love is. Um, when people buy the book, of course, <laughs> but when they write reviews on Amazon, I, I just love to see those five-star reviews on Amazon. And I set goals. Um, you know, as a newer author, I think it's very important that we set goals. And it, it's not like, you know, you're going to put a book out there and everybody's going to know who you are and go buy it. It takes a lot of work. So I have set a goal this year to try and get to 120 reviews on Amazon. Last year my goal was 50, and we ended the year at 61 so I was really happy, and so shooting for 120 reviews on Amazon, and then I put a thing, um, like a freebie thing. When you buy the book, you can go to percolatebook.com, and if you follow the little links and everything, um, eventually it's not a, too bad of a loop. But uh, cause I don't love those email loops. But if you, when you buy the book, you get four free gifts which are um, one is like an hour-long audio, and and another thing is Hamilton's Guide to Social Media and all these things. So um, some helpful information there, that's at percolatebook.com. So I thank our guests for being with us, Michelle and John. How are you guys?
1: Hi, great. I'm
2: cold, (laughs) but
0: good.
1: <laughs>
0: yay! Yeah, you're... See, I'm in, I'm in Buffalo, and I can say yay because there's a lot of snow outside. But Walter, I'm headed your way soon to
3: California. Nice. All right. <laughs>
2: oh, that's 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 nice. Yeah, we're we're all on the East Coast. You're in, um, Michelle, you're in New Hampshire, right? And John, you're in Buffalo. Yes. and And we're just all just just snow and getting more this week. So let's <laughs> let's, uh, let's melt that snow with some soul luminosity here. You guys, um your uh, website, just for people <laughs> listening, um, is soul luminouscom luminous dot com. That's S-O-U-L hyphen L U M I N O U S dot com. What gave you guys the idea to team up and um you know, start inspiring people in the way that you have?
1: John I'll go ahead Good to pick who goes first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you clip a Michelle you, you win. Well, it
2: it, it, it happened oh,
1: like as most wonderful things do, kind of by accident. And John was doing some social social media work for me. I was doing some coaching for him, and he um, wanted to. Um, he said, "Michelle, you got to do a podcast." And I'm like, "I don't know how to do a podcast." And um, you know, you're the expert. You have an award winning radio show. Why don't you do it with me? And so that that. Was the birth of Soul luminous Radio. It was. It was just
3: like that. And then
1: we we got we got out of the gate, you know, running. It was. It's just been absolutely fantastic.
3: What's the uh, what you guys, would you say is the basic mission or or message uh, of your of your show, Soul luminous? John Walter
0: and uh, oh. yeah, Walter and Elizabeth. I, I would probably say uh, it's it's simplistic at its core, which it's taking people that may seem on the 3D level that they're ordinary and sharing their extraordinary journeys. And, you know, coming from the background that I came from, which was actually the world of professional wrestling, I was the host of a well-known wrestling radio show for over 12 years called Monday Night Mayhem and had the opportunities to interview such luminaries, quote-unquote, in the wrestling world like uh, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair and Bret Hart and even people in the entertainment industry like Dennis Rodman and Nancy O'Dell from Entertainment Tonight but something was calling me to be able to shift into something else, so to speak. And I had the opportunities to, to work with uh, Michelle's sister, actually, believe it or not. I did some social media work for her sister. She owns a, a beautiful Southwest Tex-Mex restaurant in New Hampshire called Margarita Grill. And her sister, Corrine, introduced me to you know Michelle. And the rest, as Michelle said, was, was history. But you know, we, we put out the mission and the intent of the show helping people and inspiring people and serving people. Little did we know that at the same point in time it would be doing those very things for us.
2: Yeah, I I um, went on your show as a guest, uh, I don't know how long ago it was, not too long ago, maybe a month or two ago, and uh, my book is still sold out on Hay House as a result of being on your show. I, your reach just must be absolutely um, incredible, and I thank you for that. Every Every day I wake up and I'm like, I'm so glad I was on that show. It changed my life. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, that's is, some is, great is that feedback,
0: Elizabeth. That's is that
2: very that nice fun? of you to yes. say.
0: Thank you.
3: Yeah, yeah you know, you know we, uh, I, so I was looking at the at your website that lists all the shows and all the incredible people that, that you've had on already. And one thing I kind of, I, I like all of it, but one thing I kind of thought was interesting is that each each person has sort of a message of the week and sort of action words for the week. You want to maybe tell us how how that works or how you created that idea?
1: Sure. You know, John has some really good ideas, and he was saying we should have, you know, there should be a message in a word. And they said, okay. And so every guest, you know, that comes on, we whether they're an author or they have a product or, you know, they're all incredible people, whether they're famous or not yet famous. And um, when we talk to them and we get to know them or we experience their product or read their book, and get a real sense for what they're about. I mean, I like to say, like, I can kind of feel feel the energy of their message, or their experience, or their product, and just from that, you know, that that very day before the show, it's just like I'll sit sit with it, and just say, you know what, this is it, this is it, and so it it, it gives the real themes of the show. So it draws on the our guests. Message right because every guest, even when you're famous, you were once not famous. You were once not successful. You probably came from a real point of pain, like many of our listeners. You know we, that's how we want to inspire them: is going on their mission from ordinary to extraordinary. And you know you need to hear the message. You need to get the energy of the inspiration, and then you need to act on it. Because you know thoughts are great and ideas are great, but they have to be committed to some kind of action. And people need that kind of a directive to say okay that's what I'm going to do that one thing I'm going to do that today and it's simple enough that they don't have to go out and buy anything I mean it would be nice if people bought their books or their products but really all they have to do is have themselves and in that inspiration that they've gotten from listening to our guests in our show
2: yeah, and I think I think a lot of the inspiration comes from you both because I know whether my book had sold or not when I was on your show, you treated me in such a way that I felt like I was, you know, the queen of England. It was so cool. The I, I just really thought that was so special and um I hope you leave our show feeling that well, way too because we just we really appreciate you both being on this show today because um, you're both Thank just you. super special. And I was I was kind of hoping um that our listeners starting maybe with you john you said something just a second ago michelle and that was like a point of change i was wondering if each of you could take um some time with our listeners to to tell them what your point of change was and what the action is that you took um maybe john could go first with that
0: sure um First thing first, Elizabeth. Good I want point. to thank you for those very beautiful yeah for the, for those very beautiful words. Um, I, I'm a firm believer. Before I get into you know my story and journey, is that we, we really are love. That's who we are at our core. And just imagine a world where everyone loved one another. And people may think that it sounds Shangri La. It's it's you know heaven, but truly heaven can be on earth. And despite what the 3D surfaces and your five senses tell you, if you can just show love and compassion to yourself and everyone that you meet. The world becomes a better place just by yourself. So, based on those words, those very kind words you said about myself and Michelle, uh, I, I felt compelled to share that. Um, my story goes back to, um, many years, but the turning point uh, came towards the latter end of Monday Night Mayhem, around the, I'd say the the spring of 2011 or so, give or take. I believe it or not, at one point in time, I had been over 300 pounds. Um, had various addictions, so to speak, but a lot of it was just addicted to stress, addicted to drama. You know, the world of professional wrestling for nearly 25 years was my was my refuge. You know, because my 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 my, you know, where I was coming from, my 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 home dynamic, my environment, you know, my surroundings was not what I was hoping for. Was not pure love. I created a world that was a fictitious world and made it my reality. So around, I'd say, the spring of 2011, I was beginning to feel some burnout, extensive burnout on many levels. I remember telling a friend of mine, I'm actually beginning to feel burnt out. And the, uh, the former WWE video game company, THQ, actually offered me a free trip to Los Angeles at the Staples Center in the summer of 2011 to say, John, we want you and Monday Night Mayhem to come down to LA and take part in the release of the WWE 12 video game. So at that point in time, for the I would say almost entirely, not all entirely, but I led my life by my ego, and my ego said, "Free trip to Los Angeles, I'm there." Now at the same particular point in time, you know my, my mother was sick. Uh, she was diagnosed with factor five. She had uh, blood clots in her lungs, which is basically you know when, when you factor five, you're more prone to getting blood clots. So I saw my mom just someone from my family, my Earth family in a very uh, compromising position for the first time in my entire life, and to be honest, it scared the ever-living hell out of me. So something within the mind flipped, like a switch was flipped. Uh, people hear of the term post-traumatic stress disorder, and do I want to believe in hindsight that I had that? There, there definitely was some trauma that happened. I won't jump the gun to say it was PTSD. But while I was in, you know, I made the decision to go to Los Angeles um, because I had this, you know, this free trip, and I really didn't want to let the people down at THQ. So 3,000 miles away, you know, my, a lot of my uh, uh, belongings were being rearranged by my family at the time. There was the communal living that I firmly believed in, you know, to take care of everyone, and everyone was taking care of one another It Was a codependency now looking back, but forgave myself for that. So 3,000 miles away here, I was trying to enjoy my time in Los Angeles and my mind was 3,000 miles away. So came back and I remember August 29th of 2011, um, I landed up uh, leaving uh, my office, was landing up feeling very weird, couldn't breathe, knew it wasn't a heart attack in any way, shape or form because I still had, you know, all the movements and whatnot, but just a lot of weird anxiety out of nowhere. So... Uh, went to my doctor at the time, failed a spermometer test. They landed up getting me a CT of my upper chest. And, uh, you know, they, they, nothing really was found, just some minor kidney stones of that. So of course, you know, at that point in time, was also having some sinus stuff and just some other stuff going on, you know, congestion wise. So of course, what will a doctor do is give you antibiotics. And I had a history of being on antibiotics for a couple of years on and off. So, At the same point in time when I was beginning to feel better, my Dr. actually gave me a flu shot. So for about a week or so in the second week of 2011, I was laid out for about a week. I probably lost about 10, 15 pounds, couldn't eat, couldn't keep anything down, uh, very little energy. So it took a couple of weeks to get some energy back. And at the very beginning of October, I I told my HR director at my office, I said, uh, I got to find out what's going on. So at that point, I was on a quest to find out what was wrong with me. That's what I thought at the time. Something was wrong with me. I, was, I, I can laugh and joke now in hindsight and say that I had a doctor for every body part. You know, I, I wanted someone to say, you have Schmedrick's disease, you have this, you have that. But there was a lot of weird things that I was experiencing. Um, it was cortisol levels three times the normal limits. It was high blood pressure. It was an inflamed gallbladder, which, of course, that, quote, unquote, had to come out. So I remember around the end of 2011, right before I got my gallbladder surgery, my anxiety was so high, I even was, dis- was debating about whether or not to go through with the surgery, because of course, when you're, you know, when you're feeling the way you are, you go to Google, you flock to see what's wrong with you, what's wrong with you, when you put in one thing and you get this list of things that are going to lodge you into fear mode. My entire life, I was already in survival mode, so you combine survival mode with fear mode. And it comes to a little bit of an interesting uh, uh, end of the equation, so to speak. So you fast forward into 2012, and this is really where some of the change began. My journey took me to the Roswell Park Cancer Institute. And when you're a little over 30 years old and you read the facade of one of the largest cancer institutes in the United States that says Roswell Park Cancer Institute, you're wondering, what in the hell brought me here? Uh, My endocrinologist uh, felt, in his opinion, that I had pituitary Cushing's which is where there's a small benign growth in the brain that cranks out cortisol. So I landed up seeing the the chief neurosurgeon at uh, Roswell Park, and he said, let me get this straight. You're coming here to me with not a confirmed diagnosis. Normally people come with an MRI and ready to operate. So they did the battery and boatload of tests, and at that point in time, that was probably one of the two dark nights of the soul that I've had looking back to this particular point in time. And there was, a, there was a beautiful gal by the name of Emily Pagani that was in my life. We had actually done some work within the, uh, within the wrestling industry through Monday Night Mayhem. And she said, you don't, you don't have to do it, Terry Cushings. I'm going to give you the name of someone that I believe can help you. Now, at that point, I was on Prilosec. I was on blood pressure medication. I was on hormone replacement therapy. And I said, there's another way out of this. So I want to encourage the listeners that are listening, by the way, to this. If you are on any of those things, there is a way off of that. So I, I hope that what I'm saying is, is inspiring you or can help transform you in any way that your soul uh, resonates. So I was introduced to a gal by the name of Jennifer Norton, who is a, uh, who's a beautiful spirit, a beautiful gal uh, in uh, the Raleigh-Durham-Chapel Hill, North Carolina area. She's an intuitive healer and forgiveness coach, and she introduced me to you know, <laughs> the world the way that it actually is. And you know, a lot of people around me thought that I was joining a cult because John was starting to change. Uh, at that point, there was uh, some some cleansing that was done. You know, a lot of beginning emotional work that was actually worked on, and um, when gluten free, dairy free, started to feel better, and I actually got my first my first residence, because a lot of what I was experiencing was coming from the from the toxicity within the environment that I was living in for pretty much my entire life. Not blaming anyone by far. So, I ended up feeling better over the course of a couple of months, and in this in the fall of uh, 2012. My uh, began having some chemical and food sensitivities. Okay, well, everything happens for a reason. Why is this the case? So, you know, started feeling a little weird during the winter time. Okay, so you just let that, you know, continue to evolve itself. And then uh, another person came into my life shortly thereafter by the name of uh, Joni Isinger, who is a, a medium, a channel, and a healer based in uh, New Jersey. And Emily also introduced me to her. And I began making some strong strides with her because I was told that it, I was on a spiritual journey and i didn't know what the hell that meant at all. You know you might as well as been speaking Spanish or Swedish or Chinese. I honestly didn't know, and around that point in time, that's when Michelle also came into my life and began doing work for her her fitness studio at the time One two one Fit, which was all a blessing. So I knew that I, when I did Monday night Mayhem, I had some beautiful skills and talents and social media and publicity, having a little media machine that was Monday night Mayhem, and I was starting to see some of the early results well the change officially guys began uh in a lot of ways when my grandmother jane Sajeki, passed away on august 13th of 2013 um i at that point in time one it may have looked in the 3d extra that i was having fibromyalgia or something with the cognitive realm because the emotions were impacting the physical and then vice versa and i remember on her deathbed and I knew that she could hear me. I said, Bobcha, which is Polish or grandmother, I said, I'm going to shake out of whatever it is that I'm experiencing. Literally less than two days afterwards, my mom's sister and I were in a floral shop here in Buffalo. And we were getting uh, flowers for my, uh, for my grandmother for her funeral. And, uh, she, you know, I saw a beautiful crystal cross. I didn't know what attracted me to it. But something attracted me to it. But, you know, the flowers were purchased. I said, okay, it's just a crystal cross. Fast forward less than a day or so later, I get a phone call from my father when I was driving to the second portion of the wake. And he says, John, he says, there's a flower engine at the funeral home that your colleagues at your office got you for bop. You might as well come and check it out. I I walked into the funeral home. and Two weird things happened. One, the gentleman who opened the door for me was my boss at the time. My boss was a gentleman that I had a lot of disagreements with that thought what I was experiencing was all in my head. So this was my grandmother's way of saying, forgive him. Forgive yourself and forgive him. So I land up going inside the funeral home, and I see in the flower range at that exact same crystal cross. Some beautiful synchronicities began happening shortly thereafter. Um, I released Monday Night Mayhem because I felt it no longer served me, and I was starting to get a little tired of people referring to me as the Big Mosh, which was my radio name for my whole entire life. I didn't know who John Massilonis was. And Michelle was the one who graciously penned it out to me that my soul was dying on the inside, and that's what was resonating on the physical exterior. So fast forward into the beginning of of 2014, and I, I started having you know what may have appeared to be my my rock bottom. There was a dark night of the soul that I experienced at that particular point where I didn't know what was happening at all. there was uh, the base the, the way that I could describe it, guys, is that. My guilt and judgment for my whole entire life was coming out all at one time. It was coming from the mind. It was coming from the solar plexus because I stuffed down a lot of stuff. I really did. And I remember that, you know, that there was a time in the spring where I was wondering whether or not I was going to make it through the night. There were ideologies that were present. I really haven't mentioned this to anybody at all because I, I was afraid to to really say this publicly because, you know, when you say something that people think that you're crazy or you're weird But being on a spiritual journey, there's a lot of people that will tell you that there's a lot of thoughts and energies that are present within your realm that are not you. And I realized at that point that that was not me. It was the guilt. It was the judgment. It was the shame. It was all of that stuff. So if anyone is experiencing anything along the lines of this, do not think you're crazy. Do not let anyone tell you that you're nuts because you there's a way to decipher what you are which is love at its core versus what you are not which is anything that is ego related so this is when you know so luminous radio really began to take flight um, i classified as the uh as the, as the as the waiting pool to give me the abilities to put my toes in the divine and to be able to connect with such people such as Anita Morjani who i really feel in some ways saved my life. Her book was actually uh, given to me by my intuitive healer, Jennifer Norton. And uh, this uh, Anita's story, in some ways, was my story because my whole story was driven by fear. And if fear continued to drive my life, uh, possibly I may have had cancer at some point in time in the future, but it's like that was manna from heaven. It was sent to me. So Anita told us on Soul Luminous Radio, she says, I'm not leaving Toronto, which was the set of the I Can Do It event last year in the spring, without leaving uh, with with a hug from you. So at that point, you know, I, all of these beautiful transformational leaders and authors and, and teachers and speakers were coming into my life. And if you listen to some of the early editions of So Luminous Radio, I am nowhere near as strong as I am right now. So I, I was feeling that I, I really needed to have a lot of these people in my life, and I'm not downplaying them by far. But the beautiful thing, guys, with where I'm at right now, you know, with, not only with So Luminous Radio, but with, with, with my business Empowered by John, and just myself as an entity, myself and my soul. I am the strongest mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically, and spiritually in my entire life. So again, I want to reemphasize, this isn't about me. I didn't want to take 10 minutes to have this be a song and dance tap show about John and pumping himself and who he is. I am here to help people. That is the reason why I'm here on my journey. And if there's 100 people that are transformed as the result of what I said, but the main thing that I want to reemphasize is no matter what it is that you are going through, if someone says you have an incurable disease, you have chronic pain, you have this, your situation looks bleak on the surface, you have $5 in your wallet, there is a way out. It doesn't matter if you're a multimillionaire. It doesn't matter if you have all these available resources. Start with where you are and know for a fact that you are loved not only by the universe and the divine, but that the love that you have is within you. It might be buried under a bunch of stuff, but it's in there. And once you truly believe in yourself and that anything is possible, miracles happen and shifts will happen for you.
3: John, magnificent! Then thank you so much for sharing that uh, incredible journey. And you know, uh, God, you mentioned so many amazing things, and I, th- I like the, the recap for people not to accept limitations other people put on you. Uh, you know, recognize that there's always another way to look at things. Uh, don't uh, assume that miracles can't happen. Uh, just incredible stuff. And I wish you know, synchronicity, uh, being love, pure love. Oh, I think your life really expresses all of that. But, however, let's hear from Michelle and tell us a yes. little bit about yourself, Michelle.
1: Um, well, a lot of people don't know my my backstory, just because, um, well, I haven't really told it. It's only because people don't think that I have one <laughs> because they look at me in the health and fitness industry for over 30 years and it's like, oh, yeah, you're fit and you're this and you're that and that's great and it's easy. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that um, I, you know, like John and like, like anyone out there go through um, you know, the trials and tribulation that life um offers us which are actually the the big calls to action. And my my first one was um getting divorced from my, my children's father, um and I was suddenly finding myself a, a single mother of two young boys with no income. And um and it was scary. It was the scariest moment of my life till then and I was devastated and I had I had identified myself through my relationship with my husband and I totally lost myself. I didn't think I could go on. But you know what? You do what you're gonna do and you pick up you pick up right there at that point and say, you know what, I can either live like this or I can find a way. And so, thankfully, I have a very supportive family, and I found a way, and I built my um, fitness business from zero um, to ultimately millions of dollars worth of sales um, in this beautiful state-of-the-art fitness center. But, you know, when you want to ascend, you know, when you want to grow, and you want life to, to be better, and you find yourself wanting to give back, but then you get stuck again, and you find, why isn't this working? And we get caught in this cycle of kind of fear and failure or afraid of failing and we look at different areas of our life like our health or our relationships i was looking at my clients thinking why aren't some of these things working well there was a crisis in my business with um one of uh the investors and long story short um everything that i had worked for 30 years for um i lost everything just you know last year and um in I was devastated once again, and I found myself, what is going on? But from the embers of that, you know, so Luminous Radio was born. Uh, my, my coaching business was born, and, and it's like anyone else. It's like within that, which seems like it's just really ultimately going to destroy you, is the call. For something far greater. I mean, there is a direct relationship between the amount of pain and the degree of loss. After you've done so much work and you think you're kind of there and then it's gone again, that it, it, it's just, it's miraculous actually. And from that, I designed my coaching program because what wasn't working what wasn't working for me well what wasn't working for me in my life or my finances or my relationship was that i didn't have a strong enough sense of myself now if you were to ask people about me they would say that i'm very confident but you know and really outgoing and and i am but not in every single area of my life and it was in those areas that I needed to do some work. And when I did the work, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. I mean, people at a time when I thought I might be disappointing people, that I never thought that anything was going to come of anything, ultimate success. I mean, amazing success, amazing support. So, you know, you I have the story and then the story and, you know, who knows? Maybe there's going to be another story, but... At at the very, um, in those embers of where you feel kind of alone, um, where you feel fallen, um, they're embers. They're not, you know, rocks. They're not cold ashes. They're embers. There's still energy there. And it is that call that I answered. And now I find myself um, happier than I've ever been in my life helping more people on a far greater level, having found out, you know, what works for people. You know, in my realm of health and fitness, it isn't counting calories. It's not, um, you know, it's not about burning calories. It's not about the deficit of dieting. It's not about that. What it's about is, Dr. Walter, it's about forgiveness. It's about acting courageously even when you feel the fear. It's about nurturing your body and your mind it's about recognizing the divine partnership between your body your mind and the spirit and how when we can acknowledge and um and nurture all of those together whatever you want to do you can do and you know from my expertise in my field the body is the opening because it's the vehicle through which we exist here on earth and it it gives us a lot of feedback all the time, every single day, through our emotions, just through pain, through um, through euphoria, through happiness, through love, and so there you have it. Um, a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be, but but that's my story. And thank and thanks for asking.
2: <laughs> well, I think you know I think it's both very important to share your stories because I think if, as you both have said, it's it, it's important because people learn from your stories. You touch a life with your story whether people can relate to it, you know, word for word or take a little piece of it. Uh it you know, it helps people not to get stuck and not to give up and not to give up hope and faith and all those things that carry people forward and through situations to be the best that they can be. And today, Michelle, you're the founder of Soul Luminous Coaching and John, you're uh the create, you know, the President of Empowered by John, and together you've partnered in Soul Luminous Radio, and you're touching thousands of lives everywhere. I'm curious, what's next? Where are you guys? What do you guys? Uh, what do you have planned, or maybe we not planned? <laughs> I don't know. You know,
0: well, you know, the, well, you know what the cool thing is, is Elizabeth, is that you know, if if you asked me one year ago where I'd be and all the things that would happen. I, I could have told you a couple of different things, and they may have come true and they may not have come true. Um, it's, it's important for, for, for everybody listening to be able to honor their souls because, you know, in life, when you come from a place of love and when you speak your truth, there's nothing to be ashamed of or disappointed about in any way, shape, or form. And what I'm, what I'm really proud of, first things first, is, you know, hearing there's, there, there's a gentleman that has cancer that uh, Michelle was very close with, actually, her and her family. And when she told me, you know, a couple of weeks, it might have even been longer than that, that, you know, that she was taking care of him and making some food for him, that's what it's all about. You know, what we do with Saluminous Radio is fantastic and it's great and what Michelle does with her coaching is awesome and what what I'm doing now and what I'm going to be doing even further with, with Empowered by John, yeah, that's all awesome too. But at the same point, when you can be yourself, be yourself and help someone in the way that you f- see fit, that's what it's all about. This just happens to – everything that we're doing together and separately happens to be – uh, just vessels of service, so to speak, and it's important for everyone listening that that if you are doing something, that you do not let any sort of exterior things that you're doing define who you are. Do not let a group or an organization that you're in define who you are. Because when you have when when you find yourself attached to something, and that's what you're, what you really, what you think that you are, you may have to go through an experience or two to realize that your that you're just love at your core with with empowered by john if i can say you know beginning last year this is such a beautiful story because i came back from the hay house i can do it event and i said i want to help people i want to help people i want to help people and i at first thought you know the i thought that i was going to work for a charity or a non-for-profit organization so i put out like 30 different resumes in the buffalo area and i heard back from one response now for whatever reason or another, okay, universe, tell me, you know, why this is the case. But there were a lot of soluminous spirits that had come along our path, uh, you know, Elizabeth, you know, roughly around the, the springtime. And combining with what I was doing in the world of publicity and social media networking and consulting before, there were some people such as Dr. Cynthia Tyke, who is, of course, uh, who you'll be speaking with soon. She's, the, she's, uh, she's uh, an author and a harbor trained cardiologist in Los Angeles, along with Lori Bischoff, who is a health and wellness coach in uh, Wyoming and Arizona. These are people that I have very good relationships with, and I felt that I could align with and perform services with and actually utilize my skills with. And, you know, there's been such beautiful experiences along the way, but one of the things that I will come clean on, guys, is that at first, just like other times in my life, I felt that I needed to have something define who I was. And when I first launched Empowered by John, I felt that I had to have this really successful business in order to be somebody. And I had to go through several life lessons and several experiences throughout the summer and into the fall to basically realize that you cannot script your dharma. When you start scripting your dharma, the universe will show you this is what your soul wants. And you may look at it and you may say, oh, my gosh, this is not, this, you know, I thought it was going to be something different. So I'm very much now at, a, at, as I mentioned, the strongest place in my entire life where, you know, no matter what it is that you think that you know or what you think that you want your soul knows better. So you might be disappointed at the end of the day, but not really, because the reason why you are here is to, is to learn life lessons and to honor your soul. So stay tuned is what I could say. I don't want to have that sound like any sort of a weird shoulder or plug in any way, shape, or form, but we're not going anywhere in any capacity. You know, we're, we're going to be performing beautiful, uh, beautiful works of service, and some of the best stuff is really yet to come. And I really want to reemphasize before, before Michelle mentions, too, is, is, is that, you know, at the end of the day, we are here to help, to inspire, and to serve people. And, and if people are recognizing us as, you know, hey, you're that so luminous guy or you're that so luminous gal, we appreciate that and we thank you for that. There's, there's more to who we are. There's more to our abilities to serve. And you're going to be seeing that in the forthcoming weeks and months ahead.
3: Uh, Michelle, before you kind of go is to tell us where you're headed in the future or what your future plans might be, I, I want to talk about what you are doing now for a second. And maybe you can incorporate the answers because your, your, your coaching. Uh, I really, uh, I think you probably invented the, the coaching techniques for others while you were figuring out your own soul journey. And uh, I know in your website you talk about a relentless daily practice that people need if they want to transform and maybe you can kind of talk about that and then lead on to where you're headed with everything.
1: Sure. Um yes, the relentless daily practice is um the the cornerstone for uh anyone's success in my coaching and it you know, if you're coming to me for um, you know, health issues or weight loss or um, you know, money or whatever it is, I mean, I have a lot of people who start with health or weight loss, but um, you know, Dr. Walter, you know as well as I do that it's it. The, the, all the same rules apply. <laughs> so a Relentless Daily Practice is um, a series of, of points that you do every single day. And each person has to design their own Relentless Daily Practice, but it has these following components. One is movement, some kind of exercise. People always ask me, what is the best exercise, Michelle? And I say, the one that you will do. Every day <laughs> is the one. So you have to like it, right? You have to like funny. it. And, um, the one that you will do every
2: day. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. i got to interrupt you for a minute. The best exercise yeah, yeah. is the one that you will do every day. That's awesome. Sorry. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah,
1: Because consistency, right? And it's a million, yep. a billion choices that, that gain us that really um, radical change that we want, but we don't see it happening because it's a slower process, so it's momentum we're looking for. So one is, is exercise, some kind of movement every day in a kind that you like. So if, you're gonna, if you live in Florida, you know, you're know you not going to go snowshoeing. You, know, you want to take your climate and, and your home situation and everything into consideration and do something that path of least resistance. That's, that's easy for you to do because you like it and enjoy it. And the next component is some kind of meditation. And every time someone does meditation, it's like, ah, they throw up their hands. I don't know how to meditate. Well, I have what I call a three-breath meditation, and I have a no-excuses mentality. So all day long, every one of us breathes because we we have to, right? So don't tell me you don't have time to breathe, okay? So you, you do because you do it all day long. So all you need to do is stop. And take three deep, slow breaths with the intention of clearing. Bring in the good stuff and release the bad. So that is the most rudimentary meditation I have, but it's one that is everyone um, can do. The next point is um, create your day. All right, You want to write, write, not type, write down with a pen or a pencil, preferably one that has good flow or it's nice and sharp, um, into a journal. And you want to intend your day. Say what you're thankful for and write down, you know, what miracle am I going to create today? You know, what challenge am I facing today that I'm going to face head on? And only a couple of lines because we're we're gathering in that energy to not be at um, the mercy of our external circumstances. We want to go with that intention. We want to be um, a warrior of the light, but we're not wielding our sword, right? We're being who we are. We're standing in our truth. And then um, the next component is, is food. Um, we want to eat green, close to the earth, no processed food at all. Uh, you look in our, our grocery stores in, um, on the PALD at how much processed food that there is. We've gone so far away, and we're causing our own disease. You know, if you see a lot of obese children and adults around, it's not just because they're not exercising. It's because they're eating foods that are addictive, that prey upon our real um, physiology to create cravings that our cells mutate and our bodies change so we can barely get over these cravings. And so it's so essential that we're healing our body through food. I'm not asking you to diet. I'm not asking you to starve. I'm asking you to eat close to the earth. And, um, and pretty pretty much that is the daily practice. So however that looks for you. So it would be preparing your food or shopping for your food, making those choices every day in the spirit of what you want to create, to doing your three-breath meditation or guided visualization, You know, doing all of this, these things that I was talking about, a few lines in the journal. It's a lot of talk that I'm saying right now, but really the whole thing um, is your lifestyle. You're creating your lifestyle. And then whatever goal you have, we're bringing that intention into your practice. So it is the support of wherever you want to go. So that is what is Relentless Daily
3: Practice is. Wait, but you, you, um, I'm sorry, but you didn't, what about conscious awareness? Is conscious, that part of it?
1: Well, that would be, that. oh, absolutely. All of it that would be the the, the intent um, of creating your day, the, the meditation, the mindfulness of the body, you know, the being uh. in the present moment, yes.
3: Uh, the whole deal is no. just being aware aware and awake throughout while you're doing all of these things on a yes. daily basis.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: This is this is why I think people feel like they never have enough time to exercise or eat clean or meditate or journal or anything like that because they've they're out of that conscious awareness space. So you, you kind of have to like shift into actually being aware of what you're doing and how you spend your time and your moments and everything, in order to be successful at moving and doing something that you like, clearing and doing your meditations, creating your day with your journal. I like being a warrior of the light, by the way. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I noticed I noticed John. I, I love your daily gratitude um, information. I, I love it when you when you post that in Facebook. I, I read that religiously. And um and eating in eating clean is so hard to do in a way for people because we're so it's almost hard to find it in the grocery store. You really have to walk the perimeter almost. You can't you can't even allow yourself to go up and down the aisles or you're in boxed, canned frozen land. Um Correct. Mm. so like when I go into the grocery store I'm like, Well this is gonna be a quick trip. It's almost cheap in a way. But yeah, being um conscious and aware that that is so key you want to keep going with that for a minute because it's why people feel like they don't have enough time they're just going 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 well, going, yes, it, yes it, it, it is
1: that it, that is excuse me elizabeth i'm sorry that is exactly it and you know um as i said it, it took me a long time to say it but it the practice is so your life, the way you're living your life, it doesn't actually take any time. And people, I I deal with this all the time in my coaching, You you know, I'm like, okay, so now we're going to go to the next level and they keep on thinking that they're going to add something on like they're going to add something in. Well, we're making the changes through the relentless daily practice, through our conscious awareness of taking these actions and making these choices, which is actually our, our commitment in action, our, our inspired action, you know? And so then once we do it enough, it doesn't become work anymore. It's just, it's just part of who we are and, and how we live our life. So kind of going to the next level of commitment isn't adding any more in. It's just kind of the next logical step. And, and this stuff doesn't take time. I mean, I have some of my clients um they they tell me that they're doing their their um a guided meditation in their car in the parking lot of the supermarket. Um lots of people, you know, put up these these barriers. Well, I'm not a person who can, you know, eat clean. I'm not a person who can prepare food. And I, I want to tell you as I said before, the body is kind of the opening you know, to, it's, it's like the big, big invitation where we can see and manifest a, a quantitative um, we, can, we can measure our accomplishments very quickly with the body with how we feel. You know. And people say, oh I can't do that, I can't do that. Well you can do that and the food and the eating clean is actually the part that people think they can't do but it's the easiest part, and it's why they're not making a decision in another area of their life um, that becomes kind of the focus, and that's where the Relentless Daily Practice comes in, and we kind of redesign it to tailor it to what is the biggest resistance in their life.
3: You know, yeah, you know so uh, it, what, yeah. you, Oh, sorry.
1: No, no, no that's it. <laughs> I'm good. Oh,
3: okay, I was going to say that, you know, what we're talking about here is really we're talking about change and that you know, that people need to change, they need to transform, they need to recognize the ways the ways they can change. And, and kind of to, to uh, I just want to go back to to what Elizabeth was saying about John's uh, website and stuff. You had a thing a Monday motivation yesterday which was change brings opportunity. So maybe you can talk about that for a minute. <laughs>
0: If you walk up to someone on the street and say, hey, Fred, hey, Bill, hey, Tanya, you need to change, the first thing that is going to go through their mind is, how dare you say that? To me, uh, it, it, it all depends on the perspective that you view the word change. For most people, change in the 3D realm is scary. Change, it's impossible. It's, it's fear. It's all this. Change is healthy. Change is necessary. I use the term transformation, just like I know that Louise Hay uses the term dissolve. Instead of you break a habit, you dissolve a habit because then it, really, it realistically never comes back. But everything in life is an opportunity. You can walk outside your door today. And you know, for me, I tell you this, there was, there was a gal that I talked to at Target, my cashier last week. There was you know, a bunch of snow outside. It was you know, 10 degrees below wind chills And I asked her, I said, tell me what you see outside. And she says, it's snowy, it's blustery, when is this going to end? I said, I want you to look closer. What do you see? And I told her, I said, there's the Pacific Ocean, there's some palm trees, there's some coconuts, and I said, there's, there's some beautiful beverages for us, just waiting far in the distance. And she said, I could, I, I could really enjoy talking to you some more. And she told the, 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 the people behind me, I could, I could talk to this guy every day. So life really is about opportunity. You can walk outside the door and you can see two things. You can see fear. You can look outside and say, "Oh my God, the world's out to get me," or "This person's out to get me." Or you can say opportunity in the in in the shadows, quote unquote, of something that we're experiencing. You know, let's say that you know you lose your job, you go through a terrible breakup. Look at what the there's a message in everything. Again, there's a lesson. That we're learning, guys. I, I, I share this with uh, with James von Prague on soul Luminous Radio. I live here in the Buffalo area on the corner of School Street and Broadway.
2: Now, I believe,
0: <laughs> and this is actually coined by my dear friend Joni Isinger, that we are here on Earth School. This is not just Earth. This is not just you know our surroundings. This is Earth School. We're here for lessons that our soul is is, is learning in the process. And very soon, guys, I'm I'm so honored to say that I'm going to be leaving the corner of School Street and headed down Broadway. So I want you to, again, to, you know, all, to all the listeners that are listening saying, you know what, okay, I'm afraid of change. I don't want to transform. What if I, I can't do it? You're talking to someone who is over 300 pounds. You're talking to someone who is a 46-32 size, nearly a triple X at one particular point in time, okay? To someone who was told he was three McNuggets shy of a Happy Meal and four olive shy of a fruit salad, I am now blessed to uh, be between a small and a medium, to be able to eat gluten-free and dairy-free, to do kundalini yoga, to do meditation, to have my own company, to know that I am love at my core. Okay, and that all these beautiful things are, are going to be happening for me. Not only new clients, but the but the significant other, and the move to California, which is going to be happening. I just don't even put those intentions out just anymore. I know that I'm actually living in California right now, is where I'm concerned. So no matter what your 3D is telling you, and I know that Wayne Dyer is big on saying no matter what your five senses tell you, learn that from 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 Mister Wayne. I want you to know that change is possible, transformation is possible, and opportunity is everywhere that you look.
2: Great. Yeah, it's almost like a business plan you couldn't write, and um, (laughs) I know it's it's interesting because I I know when I very first started Best Ever You, I was in that corporate world, and I was like, okay, I've got to write a business plan in order for this to, to happen. I'll sit down and write down everything, and it'll be done, you know, kind of thing, and uh, now I was telling Walter the other day I don't I don't call them business plans anymore at all, um, and I call them vision plans, and it's mm-hmm. I, I've got I like different categories of different things that I you know like here's here's what I dream of happening, here's what I know is going to happen. Here's some of the things I kind of hope are going to happen. Here's you know, and it's and it's all over the map. And but it's not something anybody could take to the bank and have your company funded on. And I'm happy with that. Um, and it, because every day you do something different, if you're open to accepting change, like you're talking about, I hear you. You're going to be in California or wherever it is you want to be.
0: And that is validation from the universe. And I do want to say, because I know that we're beginning to wind down our time, guys. Um, yeah. You know, at at there was a point in time when when I was blessed to do Monday Night Mayhem, where believe it or not, I. I wouldn't be caught dead on a what I viewed as a, quote-unquote, competitor show. This is how I thought. Like, I was when I said that I, I, I led my life by my ego, that, that was no joke. And when I really realized over time that we all have love to give and we all have talents to share, I look at what each of us have had the opportunities to do as, as such a blessing, to be able to have, you know, the, the abilities to be ourselves and to help one another, to inspire and to serve, that's such a great feeling. And I want to tell you guys this, too, that, you know, I, I sense that there are skills and talents and love within the both of you that you guys have not even tapped into yet. And whether that be through Best Ever You, whether it be through Elizabeth, you as a mom, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Walter for, for yourself and, you know, wherever your ventures take you in the world of, of, uh, of, of medicine, that you're going to have not only success, but you're going to have some of your greatest dreams Coming true, because when 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 the you right now meets the you that you're going to be, it's going to be an incredibly blissful feeling. So I wish nothing but love to the both of you, and just 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 happiness. Because everyone that comes in with everything that I do, every person, every spirit that I come in contact with, I wish them happiness and peace. Because again, that's the reason why we're here.
3: Well, I I like the way you think, and uh, thank you very much for those blessings, and uh, uh, Michelle, I want to ask you a little bit about LEAP, because before we leap away from you guys, uh, uh, this I really like too, Uh, LEAP is uh, live your life, energize your intentions, access your essence, purpose your thoughts, a few uh, words about that?
1: Yeah, it's that's an acronym for just one of my, my techniques. I had originally started Soul Luminous um as Lead Health Life Coaching, but I went to Soul Luminous because it was so more so leap, I love working with the word leap, the the acronym leap, because I have some of my clients do a whole um, page on L words and E words and A words and P words that are that are all um, and there's a lot of them that are all super positive and it gets it's a really great exercise and it's um, really very empowering and that's um, actually what how I first started was right there taking my own big leaps. And um so it's a it's a popular technique that I have that really, really works for people and um Yeah,
3: you know. I didn't even realize that that's what what it was, the P's, because uh, yeah, we have a whole bunch of peas, right? Uh, uh persistence and practice and right and uh, uh perseverance and percolate, prope- what? <laughs> percolate. What? pray. Percolate, yeah. What? Percolate.
1: We don't want the evil one either, right? We don't want the evil P word procrastination. No, <laughs> right, get rid of
3: that one. Propel your soul. <laughs> I like this. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So um, also, just quickly, you also have a charity that you're doing, uh, and you want people to try. It's about, uh, maybe you can tell it at Starting Point, just a minute or two?
1: Sure, yes. Um, uh, On Soluminous Radio, John and I decided to, to, you know, find a way to give back, and we started with um, the donation button for Starting Point, which is an agency that provides service for victims of sexual and domestic violence and um unfortunately our the need for services is growing we are in a rural area and um there is still a lot of a need for that service, and we don't have um, access to facilities, and um, we don't have public transportation up here, all that kind of stuff. So, um, our the need is great, and the services we provide are so needed. And I'm on the board of Starting Point; I have been for years, and so that that is what we've done through Solomus Radio for Starting Point. So, every little bit helps. Um, we had a, a an unfortunate, horrific occurrence up here with. A, sec, uh, a domestic violence case that ended up in two people that we love in our community being killed. Um, and it was just, it's inspired the passion of everyone to really wake up. So the awareness of the problem is there. And then what can we do within ourselves and then reach out um, to help the healing going forward? So that is what Starting Point is all about.
3: And people can go to your website to donate.
1: They can. Yep. www.soul-luminous.com, and you can also go straight to Starting Point. Starting Point Either way. Thanks.
2: Wonderful. Do you? Um, before we go, we've just got a couple minutes, and if if Walter uh, goes off the phone, um, it's because he has patience, and uh, we've just got kind of only so much time. Um, can, when do you guys do your radio show?
1: It airs Do you have a set your
2: time? I'm sorry. say
1: that one more time. It airs Wednesday evenings, every Wednesday evening.
2: Okay, great. And people can go to soul-luminous.com. And um Michelle um your website is michelleroper.com.
1: Um I have correct? two. It's michelleroper.com, but it's also soul-luminous.com. So, my coaching um is on the Soul Luminous Radio website as well. So, you can all of it, you can access it all through soul-luminous.com.
2: Okay, and on Twitter, you're Robert, Robert Leap R O B E R Leap, and then John on Twitter. I'm gonna. Can you do me a favor and spell your last name for us so we can find you on Twitter because we we love Twitter, and um, I'll post <laughs> links, of course, too.
0: <laughs> I love Twitter too. It's John J O H N like. Like John, like you know, if you have to use the facility, and and yes, I've I've actually come to the fact that my name is also that of a bathroom, but that's just my earth name because we're all spirits. No matter if your name is Bill or Tom or Michelle or Walter, you're a spirit. Remember that too. If you don't like your name, it's okay. It's all good. But its last name is M A S I U L I O N I S, and also on on Twitter we are British it's soul luminous radio sometimes so we use the british when we're talking about the Twitter, but it's soul luminous on twitter s o u l l u m i n o u s
3: awesome cool and then you awesome. have a website awesome. right that you're that you're developing yep. that, that's still sort of in the construction phase for your your uh, social media publicity and networking and, cons- and consulting firm
0: correct yes empowered by the, the 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 beautiful thing is is that you know now we, i i'm having the opportunities to to truly feel you know where you know to truly be at one with my soul and and go with where my heart is is telling me is the next direction and you know i i do see myself uh very soon having this being a uh, having this be what i do all the time you know you put out what you are quote unquote going to having going to be having is if it's happening right now. So for me, this is a quote-unquote full-time publicity, social media, networking, and and consulting company. But, you know, like I said, I I have the opportunities to – to uh, so have worked with such beautiful people, uh, I'll be posting some some exciting news within the course of the next couple of days on some of the uh, the next ventures through Empowered by John, beginning in the month of March. And if anyone feels that they resonate with, if they're in a spiritually based business, whether it be you're a uh, a spiritual teacher, a spiritual mentor, an author, a musician, it uh, doesn't necessarily have to be you know reserved to that particular capacity. But if you feel that you know what I am saying can benefit you and what my skill set can benefit you. Uh, you can email me at gmail.com, or just go to empoweredbyjohn.com and check out the contact info section and feel free to uh to uh, send in what it is that you're looking for and I'll be more than glad to see if I can be of assistance to you and serve you great
2: yeah i would i'd like to expand on that and just say you know a lot of people are afraid of asking for help or hiring a coach people don't still don't know quite what that means they think of coach like oh you know i'm not in a sport i don't need a coach and uh, you know, life coaches and fitness coaches and you know all all types of coaches, success coaches, leadership coaches, uh, all all types of coaches are so needed to to help people go to to achieve their dreams or achieve what they're trying to do or go to the next levels of what they're doing. Um, would you guys agree with that? I, I know it's my personal viewpoint, but I think coaches absolutely
1: life changing.
2: That, that's the support that's
1: the support, isn't it, Elizabeth? I mean, your your book is is kind of like a coaching book. But I
2: you know, I I am a firm believer in everybody sees things in a different way. And so I absolutely love other people's viewpoints and thoughts. I don't necessarily take everyone I hear, you know, and and practice it, but I you know, I I I love hearing what other people are doing and I especially love it when um you know, there's so many different ways to approach things. I, I I don't like it when people say they're stuck because there's so many different ways to get unstuck. I guess. Um, Correct. You just have to. You just might need a coach.
0: And go with I what your you. I think everyone needs a coach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and there's
0: there's 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 absolutely nothing wrong with asking for help, but you know, don't feel that just because Susie next door is is doing the Tony Robbins course that oh because it's Tony Robbins it means you have to do it. I talking to someone that would at one point in time speak with every single Tom Dick and Harry that would listen to me and what my quote-unquote problems were, you go with where your heart is telling you. And then once you feel a, a comfortability but not an attachment, that's the person that you're meant to work with at that particular point in time. And and who knows, you may have a few in the course of your existence here on Earth.
2: Yeah, mm. absolutely. Well, beautiful, thank you so much to you both for being on the show. I, I I appreciate it. I'm so thankful in my life for coming across you both and and thankful Aww. for all you've done and thank you for being here and um just I view you guys as such a blessing.
1: Oh thank, thank you me. Elizabeth
0: thank no, you so. Dr Walter thank you.
3: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, uh, you guys are great, and keep up the great work, and and let's illuminate the planet.
0: Yeah. Both of you guys are blessings, and and one final time, I gotta say this, guys, because it's Tuesday afternoon. So let's be transformed with
2: a yay! Yay! <laughs> yay! <laughs> I love it. All right, I'm leaving on that. Much love to you. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks, for listening okay, to the Best bye. Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day
2: with Best Ever You.